This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamarckia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. All right, everybody, welcome back to State of the Union Podcast, Episode 4. My name is Reese Green, former professional baseball player, international baseball player extraordinaire, uh, and currently stand-up comedian in Seattle, Washington. Uh, I got a very special guest with us today. I'm super excited to have him in. He's uh, a nine-year Major League vet with the Minnesota Twins, the New York Mets, the Oakland Athletics, and most importantly, a Washington native and Kelso High School valedictorian, Trevor May. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Happy to be here. Absolutely. The first, uh, we were just talking as we weren't rolling, but uh, you, you said that you lived in a frat house? Yes. I lived in a frat here. I have to know more about this. Because uh, you didn't, you were drafted out of high school. Yeah. And then. Yeah. So okay. my best friend from high school joined a frat immediately. Um, and so when I come home in the off seasons, it's like right one. It'd be winter quarter, uh-huh. and uh, I would just be like, hey, uh, my hometown's small and frankly boring, Yeah, uh, and I was just like, I'm going to come up and hang out. 
for a weekend and then i like i'm just not gonna go were they back. playing at uw or were they just like going to school there were they... no he's just go- he was just okay going here. He was got just it going here. he wasn't he wasn't a baseball player um gotcha. i was kind of like the only baseball player really of my friend group that's uh, so funny i was too, i'm from south florida and okay. we would have this group where it was like they would all kind of give me shit where it was like if it, I was the baseball player, but it was just this like group of friends that would always hang out. And if any other baseball players come over, they would all fuck with that guy. They'd yeah. be like, so you're telling me that if you hit the ball over the fence, that's one point. And saying point is hilarious to a baseball yeah, player. They're like, funny. it's not a point. And then they'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, so why don't you just hit a home run every time? It's funny because it technically <laughs> is a point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. just not what we call it. And they would just say stuff and just like, just poke at them for ev- like every single thing about it. But, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in, dude. I appreciate it. Um, how's retirement? Uh, it's pretty much the same as not being retired yeah. so far. Actually, until about last week. Last so after the new year or after Christmas is usually when I'd be like, "All right, time to ramp it up." Yeah, let's let's ramp ramp. We got seven weeks, and yeah, that's when yeah. like bullpen start happening like in earnest, and I try to get like ten in before I go. Yeah, and we before gotta, you go to spring training yeah, or before yeah. okay, and we got to make sure that like I I gave up a long time ago on being like fully in shape when you get to spring a lot of guys try to do that for sure. some reason it doesn't that seems like a way to get injured yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's dumb <laughs> yeah. do it. uh, you don't need to be in shape though about 10 days before the end of spring yeah so um and what even is... then like it's still not the same speed so what do you i have a couple friends like friends that are in the minors so they've gone through a couple of spring trainings now and they're pitchers as well so like what is your because i had a different schedule with college and then obviously internationally you're playing mm. in different seasons so it's like hey just be be ready mm. at all times what is that like going to a spring? Like, it seems like everyone's kind of on their own, and then you all show up, and it's like, "Hey, you should have been doing this. You should have been doing yeah. that." Like, what is, what is that like goal from in one month? It seems crazy to like show up. You might have some stuff going on, and then a month, thirty days later, it's like, "Hey, You're in the game, the big leagues are." And the games matter all of a sudden. Yeah, every That's, single game. There's really no preparing. It, uh, it happened last year kind of with the clock. A lot of guys were like, "Oh yeah, yeah we got the clock." Oh, the clock's fine. And then it's no big deal. And then you get it. And they're like, oh, actually, no, this is bothering me a lot because now the games matter. Yeah. Um, that happened to me. And I was like, I hate this. I hate this so much. Was that something that you tried to work on in the offseason, knowing it was going to happen? Or you just were like, ah, I'll figure it out. It a can't be bit. that big of a. A little bit. It wasn't an issue. Yeah. Um, But then when you have a hitter in, you're thinking a lot more about what you want to throw. Yeah. So. I imagine that's also like one of those things with pitching where like you, you have a a clock in your head and that clock is wrong where you're like i'm probably under 20 seconds like i'm probably under 15 seconds whatever it is and then mm-hmm. you get in the game and you're like oh fuck yeah like i'm, well, I'm there's a ball ball i, I ball. go look and i'm like oh two seconds yeah and there's just something about it like even though messing up in the clock didn't really matter that much it wasn't that big of a deal right it just felt like it was it was like of embarrassing. Co- it's everyone's watching you do it yeah you know it feels it feels like a balk yeah and uh and then a couple guys got a couple and they're like who cares? Oh yeah, they're like yeah, I, can I break- mean I don't want to have another ball. I can break the rules, but like, I just it's not worth worrying about. And then as soon as that happened, I made the same connection. I just stopped looking at it. Yeah, and just threw. And uh, it was I don't think I had one. Yeah, so it was like it was. I was really close a couple times. We're gonna look into it. And we're gonna find out <laughs> uh, a couple <laughs> times where I threw a pitch not executed very well because I rushed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I almost got in trouble for it, but um, by just making a terrible pitch. Uh, but. Can I ask how often is, because uh, like major league pitchers, you go out there and it's a lot of, it's hard for people who don't play baseball to think about it where it's like, oh yeah, you guys are these like, you're on TV or these major league baseball stars, or whatever, but it's like, this is your job. 
you're on a team, but everyone is individual, but also a team at the same point. But it's like, how much are you talking with a pitching coach about the strategy and like scouting reports or like you and the catcher? Like, how does that work? And where you're like, I got to execute these pitches. And then what is the, what is that correlation with the pitching coach or the catcher? That, like that varies wildly. Yeah. Uh, based on the guys. Okay. Um, so, so let's guys, say for you, like what, what, like me, it's me and catcher. Okay. Uh, because especially this last year, I was, for all intents and purposes, one of the coaches. Yeah. For, in a lot of ways. Um, you were with the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I was with the A's, year, yeah. and I was the oldest guy on the team. Yeah. We had a couple guys come up who had, like, you know, a cup of coffee who were a right. year older. But a couple 35-year-olds came up for a bit, and they were the <laughs> oldest guy on the team for a minute. But um, it was me for the most of the year. And I took that in stride. But I've always been, like, it's that's one of the more fun parts of it was the scouting reports. Yeah, I, yeah. I designed my own, like, scouting report template. I, I do my own reports right. on – uh, true media and designed it myself and so you were going and yeah you were treating it like it's stuff. a it's a science yeah and a lot of people don't and that's also a, how the game has changed to this point where a lot of especially people that talk to me about baseball it's like baseball isn't boring anymore right no. like it i don't think it's ever been boring but i get why people think that mm -hmm. but it's like the math and the science behind it and the preparation that goes into it is unparalleled at yeah. this point like it's not guys you know fat guys no offense david wells one of the best pitchers ever but it's like every if i think a lot of people think of that kind of yeah, guy as throw. yeah a big guy whatever they're not athletes i'm like these guys are freaks <laughs> like, yeah, especially these, now yeah dude it's insane yeah um watching watching the average velocity in the league go up like a mile an hour every year yeah what is it like 95 right now it was last year it was like 94.4 and i was like just over crazy average i'm like i'm slightly above average now yeah i remember in college out. <laughs> i remember in college i like like one time hit 94 95 and i was like oh my god and then i watched big leagues just like tossing that i'm like oh yeah i'll never There's be guys throwing 94 and they're like something wrong with him yeah right yeah. <laughs> they're like oh shit my arm's kind of yeah. kind of sore yeah. did you know before this last year that you were retiring or did it become yeah. uh you so you went into the season yeah what I, is that like mentally i ended last year thinking i might retire after last year okay yeah it was it was it was weird. I mean, I did have the anxiety IL thing. Yeah, yeah. That was part of it. That okay. Was part of the reason it was like, I know this is it. So why am I even putting myself through this right now? Yeah, that's a. It's hard to get like. Also, though, like a phenomenal career, like almost a decade in the big leagues, like statistically, that's wild. Mm -hmm. Like people don't understand how like small of a percentage, like of people get to a point where you can decide mm -hmm. to and like retire. Right. It's yeah. like uh, okay, I've. It's kind of worn. It's you know we've we've gotten to this point but like how did you what was the first sign it was pro i mean i imagine a couple years ago you're like that first thought creeps in yeah like what how does that how does that because i remember when i was playing i was like you know 23 and i was like oh this is it like in the season i was like oh i'm gonna go start stand up after this like i gotta i can't i'm gonna hurt myself i don't want to be a guy who's 25 and i can't lift my shoulder yeah. over my yeah. <laughs> over my head yeah right yeah so like what was the first like I guess thought process of like, okay, my career might be coming to an end here. It's uh, it's <clears throat> weird. There wasn't like a moment that was like, oh, retirement's coming, and it kind of just like, whoa, uh -huh. it hit me. No, like this is. I have thought about retiring since I was eighteen. <laughs> so, but like, I knew <laughs> it was coming. You're like, I'm just good at this. Like, I I do love like I love playing sure, baseball. Yeah. I love the game, but um. And I always thought that I would get used to all the other stuff that came along with it, like the having to, 
you know, find somewhere to live, living out of hotels, not having someone that's your place. It's mm-hmm. like you're never surrounded by your stuff. Yeah. Stuff you accumulate over the season and then you take it home in the car. Yeah, like, why do and, I have all this shit? Um, like never really feeling settled kind of sucks. And yeah. I, and I've always like I was 18. I was like, I'm 18, man. I just don't know anything else. So that's what it's going on. Then I was 28. I was like, I still don't like this. Yeah. It's 10 years later. And I'm like, I want I would like to do I would like I wish if I could just walk down the street go to the stadium play and then walk back to my home and live there like if i played here my experience would have been completely different yeah yeah um like and i play guys like i play with joe mauer joe mauer never left his home yeah he's from minnesota he has twin yeah he's twin girls like yeah. that, <laughs> that's that, crazy that, really yes that guy's entire life dude he i'm uh, i'm not religious but that there's that's something crazy. going on there no he and and he won the lottery <laughs> oh, that's crazy and but he's and he's also the best person ever yeah so like there's no one <laughs> you no get behind closed doors and you're like quit it stop but, doing the bit but i i recently have been like i was like you know not, not everyone can be joe mauer and have everything work out exactly yeah. the way like what how is this possible um and <laughs> but his experience was way different than mine yeah yeah um and it's i think it's the things i was like okay how am i gonna go here and oh i miss hanging out with their friend like i don't i i didn't keep in contact with friends at home as well as i could have like a lot of that stuff uh came in and then i like doing stuff like this yeah yeah i like i like making making you're a creator creator. you have that it seems i mean i've i've watched your your content for a while even when i was uh playing i i was obsessed with uh mechanics Uh like the the way my brain works i can do i can hear something or i can see something and i can just do it like Uh an accent right and so like pitching whenever i would pitch i was like i would find some a major leaguer and i'd be like how do i imitate that because they're clearly doing something right and i would just break down their mechanics and yours I would actually watch you. You were one of the guys that I would be like, really? yeah, but it goes through phases, right? You're yeah. like, let me try this. Doesn't work for me, whatever, yeah. like body types, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like you seem, and then I found your other content like years later. I was like, oh, this guy just has to be doing something at yeah. all times, right? Yeah. I, yeah. And it's good to hear you also talk about, because I always, I know this sounds weird to like anybody who knew me when I was playing baseball, but. I had that same thing where I was like, I would rather be doing something else. Like, I love baseball. I'm good at it. It's paying. Thank you. Um, it's paying for stuff. It paid for all of my school. But people are like, isn't this the greatest? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, that's not how I feel about it. Yeah. But like, I love baseball, na- especially yeah. when you're out of it. It's like, oh, I miss the com- the friendship that I would have uh, on a team, the camaraderie, like the bonds that you make that last forever. Yeah. Major League, it's probably different. But like, it's, it's good it's similar. and it's good to hear someone vocalize that that like you that played in the big leagues for so long where you're like yeah like it is a dream job but it's like man it's a lot of anxiety and yeah. stress and like pressure yeah at all times at all times and you're like and also this is something that i have written down like it took me i was a late bloomer with baseball uh-huh. up until junior senior of college to really start figuring things out you were drafted out of high school what was it like going from like small town Longview, Washington. Is that where you're from? Kelso. Kelso. Yeah, okay. It's, it's also cool. multiple big leaguers from your high school. Yeah. Jason Schmidt. Jason Schmidt and Jeff Bailey. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. That's more than my high school in South yeah, Florida. I was like, yeah. well, okay. Kelso's a pretty good baseball. Nice. Like, that's a pretty good baseball area. Sweet. Yeah. Shout out to Kelso. Yeah. Um, but what was that like? Taking that jump from like drafted at 18 or 17, whenever, to being like, oh, fuck, I'm in Arizona at rookie yeah. ball or wherever like what florida, wh- florida. Yeah. oh you were minnesota yeah yeah or what no, was that Phillies actually that's drafted by the Phillies. clearwater clearwater C- can you like 
if you remember, can you take me through a little bit of that jump of like, oh shit, I'm with like grown men. Oh, it was off. It was. I was first of all so homesick. Like, yeah, I I, I signed to go to University of Washington because it was close. Mm -hmm. I actually wanted to go to Stanford. My whole, all the way through my kid being a kid. My dad, like when I was 11, we like went on a road trip down the west coast he's like dream school awesome school and the campus is incredible yeah. right and it, and it was like 2000 so they were one the, they just won the of course they yeah. either were about to win the college baseball world series or they had just done it they had a bunch of good players and i was like man um yeah i think that i think that i i, I would like to go here and he's like well you and he knew where we were from he's like well you better not get a a minus ever uh, <laughs> yeah, he told yeah. Me i was 11 and then i didn't Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, and uh, you're like, okay. <laughs> I was like, and I basically said, okay, but then that created like, a, I was like, I have to do this. And of course, you know, I, I was never the smartest kid in any class, I don't think. Uh, I was, you know, up there sometimes, but like, there was always people more naturally talented than me in that. But like, I just was like, you're not going to outwork me and I'm going to get for extra credit if I have to because I have to get an A. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. And, and they're like, why am I going to Stanford? stuff came from, I think. I yeah. just, it pushed me through. So it's like a two sided coin. Uh, so like, then moving away, I was like, I'm like, oh, I want to stay close to home. Uh, never mind, 3,200 miles away. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. The and farthest that, you could almost go. I uh, my roommate was a call a senior sign out of uh, Old Dominion. Okay. Uh, who, uh, hopefully he's not listening to this, but he used to sleep with his feet out the end of his uh, end of his uh, the blanket. Cot, yeah. So I was like, what? This? Where, am I in? Yeah. Where am I? You're like, am I in jail? In a La, <laughs> in a La Quinta in, La yeah, Cor- yeah. in 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 uh, Clearwater, Florida. I'm in a La Quinta yeah. hotel. And I got to walk to the field every for day. For anyone who doesn't know what a senior sign is, senior out of college. For, so he was for much a lot, older than me. Much older and a lot less money. And a lot less money. And they're like, everybody goes sleep in a dorm. And he generally, <laughs> yeah, he like he was never mean, but like we but, were friends. But, yeah, you know? you're sleep. You're you're thrown in with a grown man who's yeah, like who maybe signed for a thousand bucks. Who's like, fuck, I'm at the end of yeah. He's and like, shit, I'm gonna get cut in yeah. six months. Or he whatever. actually ended up being pretty good for a while, but like, nice. He he was our closer. Uh, at, at, at the end of it, he's like a side armor. Um, but what's that jump like from high school? Because like, it's not even close. Yeah, it's you're like oh God. well, because you're you clearly made it, but it's like that jump is like I remember I was. People are like, you could go like to a Division One or whatever. I'm like, not right now, man. Like that jump from where I'm at right here is crazy, and I have a lot to do in between. Yeah. And going from Washington State High School athletics to, which is not a baseball hotbed. <laughs> yeah, not like really. Professionals. Uh, yeah. We so I was the seventh guy drafted by the Phillies in the fourth round that year. So we had lots of stuff. Oh wow. Picks, okay. And I was the fourth right-handed pitcher, six five or taller. Holy shit! So like, I'm so like, they were like one of these guys. Yeah, one of these guys is gonna gonna pan out, and I can honestly say that I played longer than all the other ones. Though yeah. one of them played for a few years in the big leagues. Did you uh, start out? Did you were you a starter at I that point? A, yeah, I was a starter. Actually, I broke into the big leagues as a starter. Okay, yeah, uh, I saw you had like one year over a hundred innings, and then that, after that, 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 it that kinda... year was crazy. By the way, um, for what reasons? Just uh, like I was the fir- first guy in the history of baseball to do 15 plus starts and 30 plus appearances of the pen in a year whoa uh and me and another guy did it he did it just like two days later than me got his 30 who was it uh adam warren okay and then he blew out the next year so did i 
Nice. Or two years later, and then he didn't come back, and I did. He did, yeah. So, like, that that kind of ruined him a little bit. And that was, like, what, ha- a little before halfway through your career? Was, was that a turning point that, like, Tommy John of, like, I'm, yes. like, okay, because yes. it seems like that's, that's- when I moved myself out of starting. They kept yeah, trying yeah. to get me to start. Did you make that choice, or? At the end of the day, I did, yeah. Okay. I remember I got option at AAA off and you're, of Tommy John. I was like, I'm going to go to the bullpen. And they were like, get my velo back, and you're, we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to, like, accept it and they're like yeah you know what fuck we, it cool and uh there was like four other kids who were like 23 all in the 40 man all starters yeah. so all five of us were on the 40 man i was five years older than everybody else and you're like why don't you have one so like guys? i might get called up quickly but like they had i mean i'll be honest frankly i felt like i had better stuff than three of the four sure but like i wasn't showing that i was on coming off Tommy john they yeah. put me in the pen by the end of that year i was closing the big leagues but we traded Five guys. Brian Presley getting <laughs> traded to the Astros was actually what got me called up again. Whoa. Which I played with Brian, too. We, me and him are really good buddies. And then last year, we're closing against each other. He FaceTime, and he's just, like, showed his rings. He's like, hey, buddy. I mean, he's got one, but he's- <laughs> Oh, yeah. he only has one? He oh, only only has one. He wasn't, he wasn't there for the- uh, Sorry. He went in 18. So oh, okay. He missed the first one. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he dodged like, that bullet. Kind of dodged that bullet. Yeah. He still gets questions, but- Of course. Yeah, if yeah. you're on that. Yeah. It's so funny when the Astros come- I mean, I'm- Sure, you guys saw it too, but like, anytime they come to Seattle, it's Anything just go anywhere. People, I don't think I don't. <laughs> yeah, those that's the most booze I've ever heard in a stadium, and I've been to Red Sox Yankees games, and people here, people in Seattle are quiet until generally, the Astros come to town, generally, yeah. and then they're ah, recently they've been pretty rowdy here. I, yeah. I think the atmosphere here is. I love it, man. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. I'm sorry, no, that's one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of my. I was at the. Uh, it was funny when I was living on the houseboat and I was about to move off, we did this big going away party. It was like our last party of the year, and we called it uh, Boat Prom, where everyone had to dress up in like full black tie, like tuxedos, or just like whatever you have that's like fancy. Uh And it was the same day as the Mariners were in the ALDS, and they did that 18-inning game. I was at that game. I was also at that game. Uh, And I was- Where were you sitting? uh, So I was way up in the rafters, Uh and then it got so late where my buddy- uh, went down right behind, behind, home plate. The, behind not behind home plate, but behind the third base dugout. Okay. And he goes, there's like nobody in this row, like four or five seats. And I go, fuck it, I'm going down there. Yeah. And so we go down there and just every inning, we're it's 0-0. Zero, zero, which just is watching guys ground out to second trying to hit homer. Yeah. Also, to me, though, as a pitcher, I was like, this is wild. This is wild. This too. Is, every single guy threw 98 plus. Every single like, guy. <laughs> every single guy threw 98 plus. No yeah, one Luke is Garcia scoring. They're going 99. 99. I'm like, no, you're not. Two full games of no runs. Two yeah. complete game shutouts, almost. Yeah. And then uh, we get to this point where <clears throat> it people are texting me. They're at the house, and I'm like, I'm wearing like Mariners gear at the game, and they're like, Where are you? At your own party, and I was like, Fuck, I gotta go. So yeah. in, like the 16th inning, I, I left. left. In the 17th, I'm like, You know how much baseball I want? I just don't too care much enough. baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care enough. That's I don't so care enough. Someone's gonna hit a solo shot, and it's probably gonna be the Astros. And it. Literally. And it was. And it was, uh, I played against that guy in college. Pena. Pena. Yeah. He went to, like, University of Maine. Yeah, Some One of those things where so you're random. like, it was also one of those things where you see a guy in college you and you're what? like, big leaguer. That guy's a big leaguer. I got yeah. Freak. It's a different animal. Yeah. But yeah, I got home and I was just so excited. that It's the only time I've ever been like, I'm glad the Astros won. Because I was like, if the Mariners walked that off. Yeah, we would have felt bad. Oh my God, I would have been so upset. Um, how did uh, How did it feel playing? Sorry, this is a tangent, but like, okay. how did it feel? You're on the Oakland Athletics. You're wearing the Celephant hat, which I love, because it's one of the things I was like, I don't know if I could bring it up. Uh, what was that like playing for the Oakland Athletics this past year? It's your last year. 
clearly a great fan base, um, unbelievable fan base, and just this ownership that clearly doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. what is that like playing for a team where it's like young? And you also a thing you said was you're with a bunch of young guys. Yeah. Like, what what was that like going through a season where it's like, all right, we don't really have championship hopes here, but like. We have yeah, to like that was a, that was a given, and I'll be honest, I've been on teams that didn't have championship. True, but th- yeah, this felt <clears throat> this feels different. I feel like it felt like it was the deep, the we're the farthest away we could possibly be um, at the moment. But yeah, there's a lot of challenges in so many different ways, from resources to like, there's just a lot of like, I know this we're on video, so I could do, there's a lot of like, eh, yeah, like a lot of like, I don't know, Can't, gotta, yeah, uh, they told me, and then you ask the person above, they're like, I. And you're just like when it who? comes to like coaching or when it comes just general anything like a- any like if we didn't like have clear instructions or clear like what are we looking for to do here like what's our philosophy on this yeah um i felt for the for people in the organization that like that if in another organization you'd, you'd be like oh let me run it up the chain and see what's up but th- th- there's a point in this chain where there's there's, there's a wall yeah and you no it's longer the ceiling you're like where the and fuck so are we going? you're kind of on your own but you also have to guess <laughs> what this what these people want yeah. and your guess is uh they don't care lo- as long as it doesn't cost any money yeah and that's oh kind of that's kind of the general like i feel bad and I, I it's very hard to tell like what is because of that and what is because of yeah you know maybe not being as good at the thing yeah you know, yeah yeah like you there's you can't tell you can't disentangle it yeah. and that's kind of i like to have a i like to have a as full of an understanding of what situation i'm in so i can help of course like or just make it like what can i communicate to younger guys yeah yeah and it was kind of hard to get any sort of direction in that sometimes so i'd be like i'm just gonna kind of do what i think i should do yeah yeah yeah. and Um, that's not and that's also i it's for people who haven't played on a a team at like any sort of high it doesn't have to be the big leagues but a high level but it's like if you show up and there's no sense of purpose it is extremely disorienting where you're like what do we, what do we do? Yeah, I know we're playing baseball here, but like, like how do we win games? How do we win a game? Every team's different. Yeah, every team is different, and it's uh, it's not something that a lot of people really think about, especially like a team chemistry or team, yeah. like what you said of, like, wh- how do we? What information can I take in to like help other people? And it's like there should be this. I mean, look at Stanford baseball or Vanderbilt baseball. It's like yeah. you could every every sing- you could ask you could put anyone in a room alabama football a- they know what they're doing yeah yes <laughs> like they know when they get there like this is what we do yeah yeah like, this is who we are this is who we are yeah and this is my skill set and it probably fits in this part of this philosophy yeah like that's team philosophy is huge yeah the, the dodgers yeah well you go there as a reliever mm-hmm. you know they're gonna be like we think you this pitch is really good yeah and you should throw it all the time and you're gonna have to throw that pitch all the time yeah and that's your job now uh, did you have uh yeah what was because you signed a couple contract like with the Mets with the Mets yeah um when it goes like when you're signing a contract like that wh- does that come into play where they're like where you're like what am I what are you gonna help me with or like yeah. what what are your what do you what, what do you see, see in me, me? Yeah, yeah 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 what do you see me doing that provides uh, like value to wins the, for us yeah um was that part of the, like contract negotiation like it's, it's kind of part of kind of part of it but like that comes down to the Sometimes it's the GM you have a really good rapport with. Sometimes it's the pitching coach, and uh-huh. he's the one that is like your biggest advocate. Right in that situation, because the to be honest, I signed before GM did there. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, but Jeremy Hefner was a pitching coach, and he was our our head of analytics or our our head uh, head nerd. Okay, uh, basically 
Eh, not the head nerd technically, but like the guy who talked to the players. Um, the guy the who most, could figure out that gap. Yeah. With the twins for yeah. two years. And yep. we actually like, he's one of the conversations with him got me to really commit to throwing the ball up in the zone. Uh, changing my curveball to a slider grip was like, he was like, you should just try it. And then Josh Kalk, the like director of baseball innovation is his mm-hmm. title was like, that's a cool job. He title. was the one looking at uh, the track man stuff. He's like, yeah. yes, throw that slider. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. How I learned that slider. <laughs> uh, and that's when I learned when those guys gas you up, just it's, do it. Yeah. And that's all I, I need. To that's what you it. need. Sometimes yeah. you need some guy to be like, fucking just look, well, do it. Try it, it. actually hurt me later. Cause I did a splitter and they did it with Mets. Like, dude, that thing's gross. And I threw it and hurt myself. Cause I'm oh, too much. yeah. But uh, that's not, that's probably the only pitch you can't do that with. Yeah. But, uh, but every time if someone's like, that's nasty, I'm going to throw it now. Yeah, yeah. Sweeper, same thing. I just threw it the next day. Having other having other guys, like coaches or players, watching bullpens, or like, look, you obviously had a different level of, you know, tracking yeah. and stuff. I didn't, we never really had that. So it was all like, I, look and feel. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Which is a lot of the game for schools that don't have a lot of money yeah. or whatever. Um, I think it's becoming more affordable and more available. Yeah. But like having a group of guys right behind you and your coaches, and you throw a pitch, and everyone's like, "That's fucking gross." It's like such a boosting confidence. You're like, "Oh, oh yeah, all right, cool. I got I my slider back." <laughs> yeah. All you had to do is be like, "Let's go," and That's... then they're like, they look at you, like, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, guy named I'm gonna shout him out, and and he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's one of my like, uh, he's the most unique person on the planet. Joey Lucchese, okay, uh, the Churv, yeah, yeah, throws the this pitch he made up. Yeah, circle change curveball. That's insane. Makes zero sense, uh, but it, uh, he can do it, and it's good. It's like the gyro ball. He is the most susceptible to gassing ever. So yeah. we would all just go when he because he was struggling, and he was he got traded to the to the Padres. He was a little lost. He's really his really good friends there. Yeah, and and he missed them a lot. You could tell, and he just didn't feel like anyone was his really good friend. And we just had a conversation. We're like, hey, we we just really all you got to do is gas Joey up. He just turns into a new a yeah yeah. And as soon as we started to do it. Like we started to do a churv chant every time things would go well. Like, churv, churv, brought him in, churv, yeah, churv, 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 churv. and he'd be like, he'd look around, like, yeah, and it was like, you know, it's a little bit goofy and kind of making fun of it a little bit, but like at it's the same what time, we'd also gas yeah, him yeah. up. But we'd all watch his bullpens, and so he'd be like, Joey, that's gross, and he'd be like, really, you <laughs> really, like, really? That's how you know there's like anxiety behind like, yeah, it. If they're like, are you it. serious? Yeah, he'd throw it again, I'm exactly uh, painted, and then yeah. another one would be like, is Joey crushing it again? Joey's crushing it again, and he'd just be, and then he'd just start dotting. Yeah, yeah, and it was like. I got my boys with me. Exactly. And that's just. But hype your boys up. You hear that? Hype your boys up because <laughs> it can only help. It won't hurt. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. There's no there's no downside to it. It'll that. either be exactly the same or better. <laughs> yeah. And you got to be like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's he might turn one. around and be like, shut up. And yeah. Like, okay. Well, maybe. And then you start with. Chirp, 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 yeah, chirp. Exactly. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, oh, man. That's really good. We had. Um, what was. I? <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I've played with guys who have. Uh, the yips i know that's yeah you know if they have it you don't say it but i remember uh i i read that in i, I don't know if it was your debut but you walked like seven guys seven maybe guys. seven guys Never walked seven after that so we i had this uh i was in a junior college 
and we were doing a scrimmage against uh this is at the time where you couldn't play against other colleges in the fall before the season so a local like travel ball team like high schoolers like you know prospects came yeah, in. yeah i did that when i was in high school playing and so they came in and it was like we weren't great but we had guys with talent but couldn't really put it all together yeah. great chemistry couldn't win though yeah so it was like 14 of us transferred off to like ncaa schools but we just weren't good yeah, yeah, yeah. couldn't really win but we we're also playing like you know nate Lowe and miles Str- guys yeah. who are big leaguers now yeah. in other teams but we uh we had this dude who was a transfer from College of Charleston. Shout out Matt Deegan. Nastiest stuff. Right-hander, like low 90s, but just hammer curveball yeah. and just sink. Like, every, no idea where it was going. Yeah. So he starts, hits seven guys. And they get to a point where the coach comes out and he goes, guys, we're not going to be able to play this game because you're hurting all my guys. And so he hits the seventh guy and the umpire comes out. He's like, I know you're not doing this on purpose, but, like, I have to throw you out of the game. Yeah. And they're like, okay, Reese, you're in, you warm up. And I'm like, I've always been like, you know, I was like eight upper eighties at the time, but like I could dot yeah. first guy going, just beam in the shoulder. And they were like, all right, I get like, I don't know what was going on, but it was like, that was when I was like, please, someone just like, hit it. S- someone cheer my name from the, co- someone just be like Reese, Reese, yeah. or else I'm going to hit seven. I'm going to hit six guys now. It was the only time I've ever had like the yips, but yeah. I was like, fuck, this is crazy. Yeah. That was a tangent, but, uh, <laughs> it's a thing. Um, what is it okay i don't know if you've ever played with a guy like this but what is it uh and this is only relevant because there's a lot of guys signing big contracts have you ever played with a guy that is new to a team coming in on like a major contract like what is if you like you sign some big contracts but i mean like a is there like what's the vibe in a locker room when you have a new teammate comes in and they're like they just signed the a big, seven the year deal. 200 donaldson donaldson yeah were donaldson you there with correa when he signed uh, no, with the no. Twins? Okay. Correa signed the year uh, after – no, did he sign 21? 22. So, no, like, nice. I'd been – But let's say a guy like Donald, like, yeah. who wasn't on the team and they yeah. come in. Or, like, what is that vibe like? I got to know because I feel it's like – It's interesting because, again, it's like uh, you already have your leaders. Yeah. So you want to see how they're going to fit in, in in a leadership role. Because how do you how do you establish a locker room leader? Is it just I feel like it's kind of natural. Like you know, it's who, natural. Yeah, people, that's people how it take, goes. Take the reins. Like in twenty twenty two, it was it was the it was the obvious cat. Like the obvious guys became our pitcher and then position player leader because you have one of each. Usually. Right, right. Of uh, course. So we had like Lindor and then Scherzer. Yeah. So I was there when Scherzer signed too. Scherzer came in and immediately. Huge co- right. Okay. You know, Perfect example. Like, that's Max Scherzer, and then he's super pumped to meet Degrom, who Degrom and Scherzer are polar opposites yeah as human beings seems like but a quiet the, guy and then uh, yeah jake's kind of just like doing it he just yeah. walks out and does it and uh, max is the most prepared person i've ever seen yeah like in terms of almost too much stuff yeah uh and then we had bassett come over too who was like kind yeah, of he's nasty dude. he's kind of like uh i, I want to say he's almost like a the right hand man to the leader okay if that makes sense okay like he's yeah, always, yeah yeah He's uh, uh, like a co- he, he's co-captaining. He the can ship take here. he can take that, or he's like the first mate. He can take some of that on, right, right, uh, or just kind of keep conversations going. But he's not like the loud vocal guy yeah. per se. He is vocal, trust me. But <laughs> um, and I think he's becoming that more and more the older he gets. <clears throat> he's probably that a little bit more with the Blue Jays because I talked to him a little bit and he was yeah. talking about more of that stuff. But yeah, it's it's really interesting, especially with a guy like Max. Max Max is also Max. Yeah. So it's like you're. From like, what it, from what you're learning a lot about him quick. Yeah, from what it seems like outside perspective, it seems like everything you're saying is on brand for yeah. him. Like yeah. Mad Max, but not in a bad way. No, no. But he's he comes a, he's in, a really he's just good like, guy. let's fucking go. Let's yeah. get our shit. But like, come on. He never turns that off. It never turns off. Like, that's who he is, though. If which you're is walking in through a doorway, 
Yeah. He expects you to move. <laughs> okay. But that's just the way he is. Just what? Well, just the. It's not like he's mean and like stares you down. He just like intense. walks and he just ex- seems he's intense very intense and he expects. Yeah. Hey man. A little bit of a shuffle. Yeah. And most people do because what's the point? Oh man, I would only be able to make jokes about it. I'd be like, oh. Well, Bassett was <laughs> yeah, the guy yeah. who'd always be like challenge him on stuff. Bassett's okay. always trying to poke people. Yeah. Poke the bear. He's. Always- I always liked the guys in the locker room who were because uh, I was always like cracking jokes, not not overboard, but like I'm always trying to make someone laugh like that's yeah. my and i i was a team leader in that way and also on the field but like on the field i was quiet it's like hey i'm you know yeah do as i do kind yeah. of thing it's like you can't tell someone to do something if you're not doing it yeah yeah exactly um but the guys that i always had mad respect for was like uh we had this shortstop mitch spires uh at my college he was like not vocal at all but it was this kind of like this energy this like quiet intense energy and he would go out there and just show out and yeah. you're like Oh fuck! Yeah, like that's who I. Okay, you don't have to talk up a big game. No, but you go up there and you do it, and it's like yeah. that's what like a Degrom type. Yeah, that was the guy in Just the locker it. room who I was always like, I wish I could be that. And you're okay, <laughs> but I'm not doing you know, that. You know, the guys who have that we call it you know OPO own program. Guy like guys are on their own program. The younger, younger you are, the more it's like do you're why are you trying to do different stuff than everybody else? That was Bauer's big thing, right? He came yeah. up and would not do anything anyone else yeah. said. Because uh, he had his own stubbornness, thing. yeah, stubbornness. So it's, it comes off as stubbornness, yeah. but but I, um, yeah. but like then you because pref- the only thing that matters, and no matter it's what people say, is what you do out there. Yep. Um, and so I had this big thing about running, like towards the end of my, especially this year, I was constantly, constantly battling with the strength coordinator. Not for me, he did like I set the I set the tone early in our relationship that I'm not running, <laughs> and I don't run. And I haven't every, run for years. Every pitcher that's listening to this or watching this is going to be like, okay, if I set the tone early. I, have, tell I my- don't run. Like, <laughs> I remember the. I remember I didn't run for the first three days. He came over. He's like, hey, man, we're going to go run. We're running half poles today. I'm like, I'm like, no, all right. right. I, I'm like, all right, have fun with that. And like, turned away. He's like, he's like, ah, come on. He like kind of hit me in the arm and like turned and walked. And then I was talking to somebody else and I turned. And I'm like, I'm just going to let him walk away. Yeah. I'm not going. Like, I'm not running. And I turned and he just walked. He walked. He walked. He walked all across the field. Then noticed I wasn't with him. And I was like, dude, I'm not running. Yeah. I told you I'm not running. Like, I'm not joking. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't make me better. I trust me. Fair. Watch. And then through the year, I got him. I, I did some like I did a little bit of like bike just to get me. Uh, it was more of a mental thing, honestly, and I think he thinks that was a win, but it re- I never ran on the f- field still, yeah. and I had the end of the year that I had. I'm like, see? I told you. The game has changed, man, where it's like, I remember running poles and half poles where I'm like, what is this doing for us? Yeah. What the Starters fuck? Starters is a little different. I, I understand that. I mean, it doesn't get the soreness out, but being in really But I would rather run and do sprints or something that's like yeah. explosive and like yeah. getting my heart rate up instead yeah. of like, I'm, I'm just like tired running a pole. It's like, yeah. let me do some- other kind of thing. Let me mix it up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but uh, I think I think relievers running is the biggest eyewash on the planet. But yeah. I also threw. <laughs> I, I also threw twice as many throws a day. As yeah. Else. So like that's where I was like gasped at the end of throwing. What kind of throwing would you do? Because I always I never had an arm injury until it was just overuse. But yeah. my favorite thing on planet Earth is to play catch. Yeah. I lo- I still will. I pe- people will uh, throughout my career. People would be like, "How are you throwing?" Like. I would just be like, you want to go throw? They were like, didn't you just? I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know. What are we doing on a baseball field? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go we toss. do one thing, man. Yeah, I do one thing, and it's like I could throw strikes from every arm angle because yeah. it was like I would just go out there and fuck around. Yeah. But it's like obviously when you're throwing with intent and purpose and working on stuff, yeah. that's different. But yeah. I would just – I would go there and be like, somebody please fucking throw with me. Yeah. But like 
when you say you were doing those twice as many throws, what did that, what does that entail? Long toss, long toss. I okay. get way out farther than everybody else. Um, relievers, none of them throw long toss. Yeah, there was, we'd have like one other guy who would like see us doing it. So I'd have to get finding a partner to throw with would be tough. A nightmare. Um, yeah, they're like, I'm not throwing with you. But I get guys who are like trying to build some arm strength and bring their velocity back. This last year, I started throwing with uh, Kyle Muller at the end. Uh-huh. Uh, my throwing partner was Austin Pruitt, who was just like. He's a good, he's just dotting the Nats' ass, man. That guy yeah. was, he's just like a, a Bob Ross painting. Love that. Uh, and, and but he was also the salty vet with me. He was like a year young, or yeah. he's actually slightly older. Uh, and so Kyle Muller though was like, dude, my velocity's gone. He's a guy's a donkey. He's yeah. massive, left-handed. Had a very disappointing year for him. And I was like, hey, let's just like work on one thing. And his carry started to come back a little bit. He's got a wobbly fastball. Yeah. Like, a lot of his metrics weren't great, but uh-huh. he's like six foot six, seven, two sixty, and can run it up to ninety eight left handed. And then his velo started coming back a little bit, so throwing ninety six, ninety seven by the end of the year again. Yeah, and his I could just see his 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 ball moving differently. So that's why I that's how I maintained velo. That's how I maintained carry on on my fastball. Like all of that stuff you see <laughs> in long toss. So like guys who are sinker guys, I get it. You don't throw long toss because you're not. It's hard to you don't want. I was get a, a bad sinker habit. guy, and I would I would totally change my mechanics when i was doing long exactly. toss to like, like make it not do that four seam guys yeah yeah you're just, not you're leaning into it to yeah try to get it to carry so like it's a little bit different in that that way um so but i just loved throwing and then getting in and just like working on all my pitches and stuff and doing pull downs just like pull downs yeah getting yeah. the ball get to like here and then stay in that height like, i would get nothing to nothing better man oh my god get to like 120 feet out maybe further and just like seeing obviously it wasn't rising but it looks like it's yeah. rising just ripping it and you know being like oh it's gonna fall and then seeing a guy like jump from yeah. like oh yeah, yeah. dude, that yeah, was great the... made you feel good were you always uh pretty locked in on your mechanics like i had to really focus like day to day on my mechanics would change mm. until i really started to figure it out mm. but like you seemed like i mean a major leaguer is very different obviously you guys are locked in on a different level but what is it like because there would be some days where I'm like in the bullpen or warming up where I'm like, oh, some something's not right with my mechanic. Yeah. Like, how did how did you mentally? Because you're playing every day. Yeah. How would you like stay locked in with mechanic? Because those are such finely tuned things. Whether it's like your hip, you know, yeah. or like the kinetic chain. Yeah. You're like, oh, some just one little movement's off, and now everything's off. Uh, I tried to limit that as much as possible because yeah. that's where the yips come from. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you, you start to just be don't like, think about it. Where's it coming from? And then you just start guessing. Yeah. And then every little thing that feels off then feels like the world's ending. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're very true. Um, so yeah, I, I found some a few cues when I was young. Uh, I got very robotic, frankly, uh, because I was I was super like all over the place coming out of high school. Yeah, because I thought that's how you threw. Sure, life. yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's just raw. It's like a raw. Yeah, very very product raw. here. Uh, and then I changed a lot of my like my leg kick, my hands. I changed my hands a thousand times. Um, and then Tommy John's what's really got me. I had lots of time to work on it. I felt as smooth as like could be and i stayed kind of in the tommy john like hands position everything 
uh, pretty much for the rest of my career okay. after that. And it honestly came down to like foot most of the time, foot where my foot lands and where my foot plant foot uh, is. So if I'm like I'm on my heel or I'm on my on my uh, ball of my foot, were two different things. I would be doing. I, I just realized that those start start of the chain and then the foot strike. Uh, is like towards the end of the chain. If those two things were where I needed to be, I was fine. Then everything in the middle is. And working. then I had some, some like usually if my foot's out, somewhere in the middle I'm doing this. My foot's in somewhere in the middle I'm doing this. And Interesting. So you just have yeah yeah you, you have your as, cues you yeah, have your got as it as few as possible yeah and uh, and then you know after nine years it's just like it's it's work it's, it's every day it's yeah. kind of well you that, it's natural it's so it's so it's just who you are now yeah yeah so like I didn't have to think about you just forget about some things this year i had to work on the foot a lot and yeah. once i did that man my because i was walking guys like crazy like, what the fuck is pulling heaters and i'm like this never lasted this long and you know uh usually there's like a an analytics guy would say but there was like two analytics guys for the whole team <laughs> and they were like we don't, we're not even not, really we don't know what we're not doing. even they were doing they were doing like data scrubbing and stuff so much they're like i can't even like look at this yeah i'm not even seeing your they were like we don't have a purpose either man uh, i don't know what we're doing or they're just like we're still figuring this out they're yeah. young so uh i realized that i had to find it so i found it and that's when my command got way better uh but like it's that type of stuff like you're like yeah. oh i'm doing this thing i did six years ago and i've thought about it in five years yeah and so now i have to now i gotta lock back in yeah so, take notes kids when you're going through your career like take lots of notes on every adjustment you make so you can go look at it later yeah that's such a good it's one of those things i never thought about when i was doing it it's like having this log of like yeah it's like why it's like with stand up you forget everything over an off season too it but. of course and it's with, with nolan's a comedian as well but it's like oh yeah if you don't it's like we're taping everything we're listening to all of our sets well yeah I mean, if if you want to be good you are i'm sure a bunch of people don't but it's like i could go i could go back from three years ago when i first started and be like oh my god like here's but baseball it's like why was I not doing that? Yeah. Like, it's such a... Because you, it's so much. Yeah. It's just every day, man. Like, you don't want to go home and, like, be like, okay, yeah. I'm go look at video. Yeah. But like, it's a, it, it's part of it. You got to treat it that way, though. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of things with stand-up we don't want to do. There's a lot of things with baseball you don't want to do. But it's like, if you want to be great, if you want to be good, you have to... Yeah, you have to do them. Kind of do these True. things. Um, I'm sure... That's the end of our nerd segment. Uh, <laughs> I, I could talk about that shit all day. Um, it's so funny. I had... Uh, I told a couple of my old teammates you were coming in. And they were like, oh, I know him. Guys who played with me when I was playing, so around my age, and they learned about you through streaming. Yeah. They didn't know you were a baseball That player. happens. <laughs> I think that more people know me from that than – Yeah? Yeah. They were, they were like, oh, yeah, I thought it was funny because I learned you as a, a major league pitcher, so he would be like sniping some child and then pitching against – the Atlanta Braves or yeah. whoever. Yeah, I, I yeah. Totally. How'd you get it? How did you get into streaming? Especially got, while you were playing baseball, right? Yeah, I got I got a back injury in 2016 that was like we couldn't figure it out, so I just kept going on the IL. And uh, the Twins, you don't travel with them. Uh, there's only one team that does that now, but uh, you don't travel with them when you're hurt. They have a rehab coordinator back home, so I was okay. like, I was getting going in at 10, getting being done with rehab at like one. And I like I've always loved video games, so yeah. I, I like my PS4 or whatever. And uh, I was, I, you know, I'd known about Twitch. I dabbled, watched it a little bit to like learn a game, and uh, I started watching like all the time. And I was like, I can do this. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I love, I got, I got, I got all the stuff. It's like, really crazy what that mindset, what you just said. It's like how crazy that could take you. For yeah. most people, when they're like, I, that thing of like just getting started, but you watch someone, you're like, I could do this. Getting started is not my issue. My issue is uh, uh, not 
piling so many things on that I can't. Yeah, yeah. Well. You're like, shit, I have too like, much. Like right now, now, I'm still struggling to. I yeah. got like eight things I want to do all at once, and I'm like, I need to do five. Yeah. Because five is the max I could do well. You're like, let me start, and then we'll branch out yeah, from let's, here. Well, let's see what six months of this looks like. Let's yeah. give it a group to the old Are you still streaming? Track. Oh, yeah. If, is it Fortnite? What are you streaming? Bro, I, that was what they. That was what I heard. I, I'm not really into video games. Fortnite is the Fortnite was the 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 big. That was the that was the break. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's when I met a lot of the big, big big streamers that were already in the in the. My space. roommate wants to know your controller settings. That's funny because I don't use a controller. Yeah. Okay. So well, you hear that? Uh, uh, I don't use a controller, and that's probably why I'm not as good anymore because controllers are are now the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I play the show on a controller, but I don't play anything else. Okay. Uh, I play. I'm a PC. I've always been a. Do you play the show player. online? I don't play Diamond Dynasty. I haven't up to this point because I'm like the last thing I want is someone to beat me and then just say to be like, I beat a pro player. Yeah, right yeah. Like it's, it's they a find lose, out lose for me. Yeah, yeah. So now, but now <laughs> I can I can go play and just mess around with it and be like, yeah. I played. Yeah. But I don't play anymore, so I'm losing it. And do now you, we're do on. You, do you play with yourself on there? Like, do you uh, have, sometimes, but I don't. I don't. Uh, you just put all your. You boost all your stats. It's up. almost one of those things where, like, you also don't want to like give it up. I was. We had the players league a couple years ago in 2020, uh-huh. uh, where about one player from every team played in the league during the COVID thing uh, that oh, I cool. set up with Sony. I, I was the commissioner of that league. That's uh, that. After after an hour of podcast, it was my idea that checks out. By the way, my idea, <laughs> even though MLB commandeered it right away, and then suddenly now they I'm were like, "Hey, everybody, more. we came up with this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that, <laughs> but I, I brought myself in to like set up a couple games and blew it twice. Uh, and and by the end of the and, <laughs> like, I'm but, doing this on purpose. But it, and it was like a 99 card. Like my guy was good, and I was like, "Why is this happening?" And it turns out like guys who play that game can hit Velo. Yeah. So I, my closer turned out to be Sergio Romo. No one could touch him because he was just everything was so slow. Yeah. And yeah, like, that's the thing with those video games is like, it's not real. Where it's like Velo will beat you. It's yeah, like, it's yeah, funk. It's, it's yeah, it's like oh, you gotta the knuckleballers are impossible. Yeah. Play, right. Uh. So yeah, I, I mean, I play, I play myself sometimes. Uh, most of the time, you though, hear like, that, kids? Trevor May plays with himself. It's part of life. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but the biggest thing I do on the show is I, I made like a franchise team, and I made all of my buddies who are streamers as what I think they would be as a baseball player. Oh, fun! So like Tim the Tatman's a good buddy of mine. He's okay. Our, he's yeah, that's first. a huge. Uh, he's a big streamer. So he. So the whole Fortnite thing, the blowing up, was because I did a roast. At TwitchCon of of Tim Tatman. Oh, that's hilarious! And we were all sitting up there. It was me, Are you... Action Jackson, Ninja, and Doctor Lupo. And they got d- god damn. And and, and, <laughs> that's, and that's, that's like I had the... a joke that Paul at the time, Paul, who's a really good friend of mine, who I do a podcast with, Action Jackson. Uh-huh. Me and him were the smaller streamers. We had a couple hundred viewers, whatever, and the other ones all have ten. Right, right. Ninja's right. got a hundred thousand every day. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I made a joke because I played baseball that you know I, we were. It was our my favorite, uh, our favorite boy band, or what I call us, Four Millionaires and Paul. That's hilarious. Because he worked at the Apple Store at the time, <laughs> and he approved the joke. I didn't yeah. want to crush him like that, but that became like a shirt. We sold it for St. Jude. We ended up selling like fifteen thousand of them and raised like, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, and so Doctor so Lupo made the shirt, but like my joke made it on a shirt. Nice. And then we went home that week. Uh, everyone else stayed one day extra because they wanted to hang out with another guy who they weren't able to hang sure, out with. Sure, sure. Except for Paul and I went home. Mm-hmm. We went home. We streamed that day. I had 10,000 viewers and he had 6,000. Oh, whoa. So, so like, instant boost. Instant yeah, boost because yeah. the roast went viral. Yeah, yeah. Because it was hilarious. Oh. But usually those things fall flat because everyone's afraid so to you're swear. A good, so you're a good public speaker then. You must I love, Dude, I love, I love it. Okay. So, um, cool. That, that's, when, that's when it blew up. And then I played with Ninja a bunch and stuff. Very nice. During his prime. 
Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's still huge, but he's like, still big, I remember the prime because I feel like if big. I, I feel like if I know about someone like that, they exactly. got to be huge because I'm not really into that stuff. So I'm like, oh, I know. Like Tim and Ninja were just like, yeah, like, yeah. Tim was forty thousand. Ninja was one hundred twenty thousand. And then I would, I would jump in with like Paul, and we get like fifteen hundred each. Yeah. Um, we gotta start wrapping it up here, okay. but to to close it out, um, I want to know if you have uh, what's like the most embarrassing Major League Baseball story that you have, if you have any. Uh, uh, walking seven in my debut. Was that's tough. it. Ah, uh, no, I got some embarrassing stuff. I picked. I mean, okay, here's here's here's. In college, I was doing so poorly in my freshman year, um, and we get later in the season, and they just kind of left me out there for a game. I give up a single, hardest ball. It was probably 120 off the bat, and uh, <laughs> he gets on first, immediately steals second. Nobody does anything because they're like, we're not going to throw this guy out. I forget. Next pitch, I pick off to first base and throw over with no first baseman there, and then the guy just scores. That's pretty embarrassing. So yeah. I just picked off with no no runner or first baseman there. Did I do anything dumb like that? No. Okay. So here's one. Um, yes. Maybe the most embarrassing moment. Uh, Urban Santana was about to come off a suspension. I was. Uh, this is 2015. I'm in the starting rotation, but I know that I'm probably one of the guys on the chopping block, so I don't want to go back to AAA. But so I got to pitch well. Mm-hmm. We're on a road trip. We're in. Uh, we're in Milwaukee. I give up. Long story short, I give up six runs in a third of an inning. Get pulled <laughs> the first. So there's two parts to this, real quick. Uh, one of them was a swinging bump back to me, Carlos Gomez, swinging bump back to me. I pick it up to turn to throw to second, double play. The hardest swinging bump, by the way, if it's Carlos Gomez. I feel yeah, like. yeah. Oh, he, he, <laughs> probably, he probably fell off, fell down in the <laughs> yeah. box and his helmet flew into the dugout. And, uh, but, uh. He's and he, but he runs it. He's booking yeah, it yeah. too. So I'm, I'm like, I gotta go quick. I turn and uh, Eduardo Nunez is our shortstop. Brian Dozier is our second baseman. Miscommunication. Uh, Nunez is late getting there, so like uh, covering because okay. I didn't. I did, but I didn't do that. I realized that I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. I was you didn't so say like, oh god, going. oh yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. So I turned to throw. Didn't see anybody. Tried to hold on the ball and kind of just like gently lobbed it into left center. <laughs> it just and it, it went, it went boom and it was in the air forever. I was like. <laughs> And just like, the most comical like throw. Ran back to try to like catch it. It was like one of those. And just, like, <laughs> they're just running around the. Bases. It's like one of those. If you tried to do it again, you probably couldn't do it again. I come out of the game. <laughs> I'm like sitting there. The inning ends. I'm like, should I go in or stay out here? Like, what happens? I've never been out of the first inning. So I go in. I go and I ask Mike Pelfrey. I'm Pelf. What? Like, what He's like, no, bro, go inside. He goes, dude, you just. He goes, you blew it. Like just. <laughs> and he was. He was. He was like. He was like. That was bad, bro. Just go inside. And I go inside. The next day, Paul Monitor, our manager, comes in and goes. What the hell are you doing going inside? And I'm like, I, <laughs> I go, I asked the veteran guys. I, I genuinely did. I didn't know what to do. And he goes, oh. And so he, he's like, he's like, Pelf. they were fucking with you. Yeah. He's, well, Pelf was like, no, I would have went inside. Oh, for real? Oh. No, Pelfrey was like, he, he was like, yeah. Bang. Well, Pelfrey's like, I, as a veteran, would have gone inside. <laughs> it was like Pelfrey, uh, 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 um, Kevin Correa. Yeah, yeah. Like, Rick in Alaska. These guys were like, eh. Yeah, man. All of them. Every yeah, single yeah. one was like, man, I don't care. Dude. Do whatever you want. And I was and uh, Phil Hughes, like none of those guys cared. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's I was like, so what do I funny. do? And they're like, eh, and they just said something, and it was the wrong thing. It's very fair. They're like, you blew it. Tough two days. Get out of it here. It was a tough, tough yeah. two days. And then I got moved to the pen after that. Having Paul Mall, <laughs> he didn't get sent down though. Yeah, I did not. No, they kept me, and then I was a setup guy by the end of the year. Hey, there we go. That's what actually I, my velo went up four miles. So an you hour. needed that. I did. I actually worked out. Yeah, it worked out that day. It's always darkest before the dawn. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Trevor, if you want to uh, plug your stuff, uh, if you have anything to plug, yeah, I, I got all the stuff in. to plug. I don't know how much time we have left. Uh, I am Trevor Man, just about everything except for Instagram, Trevor May sixty five there because they don't have a sports 
sports staff and they don't know how to change it uh and i don't want to lose my check okay, uh and then that. yeah youtube trevor may baseball that's the channel i'm focused on most right now there's a new video today at one today meaning whenever we're recording this cool uh, this that's will be january 5th soon. so it'll be out there when you see this um and uh and yeah and uh subscribe to my newsletter sweet how do they yeah. do that you can do that in uh on my x profile is the pin tweet Okay, cool. uh, Check or out his Twitter or x.com. I'm uh, trevormay.com as well. Cool. Right Check out his website. Uh, I'm reese.green on uh, Instagram. That's the one where I post the most. Um, Reese J. Green on Twitter or X. Um, I hate that we have to do that. I, it's, it's, I call it Twitter, it's man. It's Twitter, man. What it's Twitter. But Trevor, I appreciate you coming in. I hope to have you back. Anytime you want to come in, let me know, bro. Absolutely. We'll get, we'll get you back in here. But in. Cool. Bro. See you next time. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.